Is this the year that you want to get your business in newspapers and magazines? Perhaps you've seen others around you get loads of really cool press coverage, but just don't know where to begin? If so, PR in your pocket is the podcast for you. I'm Jenna, a journalist and PR, and each week I share practical, actionable tips to start getting your business media coverage today. everyone and welcome back to another episode of PR in your pocket. So I'm really excited to be joined today by Abby. Abby is one of the participants in my Master Your Media Coverage program and we got talking about her journey on TikTok um, and TikTok shop in particular and I thought this is such an amazing story not only for the media but also for you guys to hear and learn about so I think it will be so valuable if you're on TikTok or debating it or wondering if it could work for you if you've got a product-based business. So hi Abby, thanks so much for joining us. Hello. And do just tell us a little bit about yourself. So how did you actually get started in your business, first of all? So at first, I owned a bed shop. Sounds bizarre. <laughs> and, and then I had a an accident, a motorbike accident, which like mega changed everything for me as a person. Mm-hmm. And then I decided that I didn't want to sell beds anymore. And that wasn't who I was. And that... I had all this positivity and kindness in me and how could I share that? I have a strong belief that a positive mindset helped me to heal from my accident and I needed to do something and give something back to others because I felt like that was my reason to be here and that was my knowing in a sense that I had a reason to be here and I needed to find that reason. So then along came what was Ab and Co. Okay, and yeah. With body positivity um real strong like positive quotes and things and then I designed the dear person behind me range and that is when I rebranded to FD because I felt like FD was really quick and easy to remember and if I wanted to logo my things FD would be like the next Nike in a sense yeah and so that's me and that's where I started um so was the, the clothing idea you sort of brushed on that past that as if like it's just a normal thing to just start your own clothing range <laughs> so was that something that you'd like wanting to do like you'd had experience in or just like that you thought it would be fun because the way you just was like and then I just designed my own range and I'm thinking <laughs> how does one design so how did that come about was and it you was always wanting to do obviously you need experience <laughs> And I don't want anybody to just wake up and think it's going to happen like that. It's not. Um, it's really weird because from like the age of 12, I, I designed my own clothing range and I can remember it perfectly. And it was called Meeky Leaky. And I actually bet I've still got the drawing somewhere. And oh, that's so cute. Used to always say to me, Oh, like you one day you'll go off and you'll end up making your own brand. And I used to be like, Don't be silly, I want to be a teacher. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I had all these different ideas and things I wanted to do in life and ways I wanted to go. But before this, um, I had like a little on the side hobby and I did like personalized prints, um, dog bowls and things like that. And I okay. found clothing a little bit in that. Um, and this was like my whole niche was going to be clothing. So, yeah, obviously I had the bike experience. I didn't just wake up one day and think, that's it, I'm going to be the next night. <laughs> um, I did have a little bit of experience behind me, but I have always had like a passion for fashion in that yeah. sense. Um, I'm one of these people that I can wear anything like and make something of it. Yeah. Um, my wardrobe's 
all different types of craze but yeah you definitely do need a little bit of experience but in regards to like TikTok shop and Shopify and things I learned all that on myself. So I was going to ask did you so you mentioned did you start with like a traditional website like had you heard of TikTok shop or did you start because some people a lot of product businesses you know start like with their own site and you know keep it ticking over for a few years and are like right I'm going to do it on TikTok shop so how did that work did you start at your own site first or yeah so I started on Etsy first um, yeah. and then when I realized they were charging me a load of fees I decided to branch out into my own website okay. and at first I was a bit like how am I going to get people to my website with Etsy you've got SEOs and all the things that link into that which make you easily found but with yeah. that you are just lone standing so I used to do a little quirky videos around things say if you sign up to my email list you'll get 10% off or there's a spin the wheel on there and to have a go on the spin the wheel they have to put their email in okay so yeah they have to sign up to email marketing so I branched out on that at first and then um along came TikTok shop and I was like wow this is great I can tag products in my videos and now my whole main income comes from TikTok. The only websites I mainly get now are international. Yeah. So how long ago was this then in terms of like starting on TikTok and growing? How long ago did you start on TikTok shop then? So officially on TikTok when I first started properly was when my first video went viral, which will have been probably back in September. This uh, September? last september yeah so not even a year no oh i've not God, that's crazy it so, was august sorry i've got it up on my computer it was august i just love how you talk like how you talk about it seems that's just absolutely amazing so you started so so you started on tiktok in september and was that a bit like you know dead at first did you have to like how, how long did it take you to sort of grow a following i'd love to know like your experience or did it take off really quickly no, it took me ages with my okay. to build a TikTok brand. I think has been one of the hardest things I've probably yeah. experienced run owning a business. Okay, it's hard to get engagement. It's hard. The algorithm on TikTok constantly changes, so yeah. you have to be on board with that and know the next best thing. Yeah, and then you've got the people that will like copy you. You've got what I would call like the china run companies that will just print and print your work and sell it to anybody like sheen and things like that yeah, yeah. so yeah you have to protect everything and especially when you run a business i run this on my own i have a few girls that come in and help me but how upsetting and heartbreaking that is when you go on tiktok and somebody's stolen your content and you think wow i put so much effort to making that video and somebody's just gone and taken it and, and has that happened a lot yeah Oh, loads of times. I've had to stop people downloading my videos to protect my brand and my creators and everything. It's Wow. And I've had to email these companies to say, um, okay, it's fine. There's a market for everybody. Do the same thing, but don't take my product pictures. Don't take my creator videos. Um, and also, if you're not going to send a product that looks like mine, don't advertise it. 
um, because I actually received a customer returned an order to me thinking it was mine and it wasn't. It oh was my gosh. Those companies. So I've got it in my studio. And when I say it looks nothing like my product, <laughs> it looks nothing like my product. Um, it's quite shocking. So my first video went viral. So your very first video, or do you mean your first, as in the first video you posted or? No, like okay. I've been posting since, um, I think my first video will have been March last year. Yeah. Just basic reach, like a couple of hundred people. I created a couple of like OG customers that like were always interacting and things. Um, my video content just wasn't good enough yeah. uh, to get that more reach and then in August, so not September, August, I've got it on my screen now, a video of mine went viral and the revenue generated from that one video was £4,880. Wow. And what was that video, can I ask? Um, it's pinned on my profile, so it was like I had I had hold of a jumper and I threw it at the screen and then as I threw it at the screen, you could see my partner walking with the jumper design. Oh, that's quite clever. That's, that's really cool, yeah first became hooked and I had 227 orders off TikTok that month. Wow. Um, that you're enjoying this amazing interview with Abby and learning so much. I wanted to just remind you about my in-person days that are happening in May because I would love to see you there if you are ready to get stuff done with your PR and get media coverage now. The idea of these in-person days is that you, we will come together in a very small group of a maximum of 10. We will write your press release. We will brainstorm story ideas. We will get your pitching spreadsheets set up. We will send the emails and we will be joined by an amazing guest journalist for a Q&A. And on top of that, after the day, you get a month of my support in a dedicated Facebook group to make sure you do get coverage from this event. It's not a training, it's a take action session to get you press coverage today. The London event is on the 12th of May and Birmingham is on the 15th of May and I would love to see you there. The link to both of those days are in the show notes. But If you want to have a chat about them and reach out, drop me a message on Instagram at PR. Her. she had over a million followers so I was straight on that and was like yeah let's yeah. do this let's go so I got in touch with her and I created a really instantly created that close relationship with her mm-hmm. with creators the best thing to do is create a friendship rather than like a creatorship was what I call it yeah um, because that means they will fall in love with you your product and everything about it and they will just constantly want to build you as a brand So then from October to November, we jumped from £900 in revenue to £25,561.68 from one Just using the affiliates? Just from using the, from that one influencer or was you using several affiliates by then? Yeah, there was a couple, but she was my main and I had over 1,000 orders in one month. Um, So by this point, I, in the October, I thought, this is it, I'm going to have to go get a job, FD is going to have to be my side hobby. So I moved studios really quickly and I went away on the Friday at four o'clock. I'd moved everything into the studio, I'd not sorted anything out. I got my stuff in my car, ready to go away for the weekend. At four o'clock, my phone did not stop and at eight o'clock, they had sold out. And I was oh my like, goodness. you get a limit of 50 orders a day and they don't restock okay. at midnight. 
So I was going on a girls' weekend away, and at midnight, we was out. So the restock happened by 3 o'clock in the morning. I'd sold out again. And for two weeks, it was constant. And I sat there and I thought, my studio isn't even ready. How am I going to print all these jumpers? And my phone was just non-stop. And that is when it really started. And it's never stopped since then. Oh, my goodness. So can we just jump back a few stages um, to, first of all, um, actually setting up a TikTok shop? Because... So you, you know, you started on TikTok. How easy is it actually to set up as actual shop if product-based businesses are listening to this and thinking, um, I, I want to set up my shop? Is that easy to do? Does it take a long time? I think the initial part that is the hardest is the getting set up and them identifying you. So okay. obviously you need some form of ID and they like vet you basically. Yeah. So you're a legit person. Um and that's probably the hardest. Once you've kind of added your products and you're tagging them in your videos, then it, it becomes really easy. Once you know how to do it, it's kind of one of them things that sticks with you forever. So um, is it a long process to like get approved and things like that? I would probably say it took me like a week maybe. Okay, so not very long then. And then with your affiliate, that's probably the hardest thing to build up because there's so much to the affiliate um, portal. You have like a shop plan, an open plan and a targeted plan. And those three plans are so important. But there's like an affiliate marketplace, which is full of creators of all different types, um, like your home, your fashion, beauty, food. So there's a huge marketplace for creators. And then once people start posting about your product, creators will instantly come and request a sample because they know that product's going to make them money because everybody else is posting about it. So they want to be posting about it. So it's like a win-win situation, really. Yeah. So they're posting about your product and you're winning because you're getting order yeah. orders, but they're also getting commission from posting about that product so if they make good commission they'll keep posting so going back another step then so we've set up our shop when you talk about this affiliate section is that sort of automatically there like anyone that listens to this sets up the shop they'll then see the section where they can work with affiliates yeah so at the top there's a banner and it says affiliate marketing and you press that and it takes you to a portal and then the setup for the affiliate is so easy um, it talks you through everything. And I guess for you, the one of the parts of PR that I think people struggle with the most is influencer marketing. So, you know, people don't know who to send their products to. And in my experience, like the people that I work with, they want to send it to people that have got a huge following and then they get frustrated that they don't post them or they don't get the reach back. Well, I see much better results with people who have a smaller following, but, you know, I follow every day, I really engage. Um but there is a lot of, I think people get really put off by working with influencers and think, oh, forget it. So I'd love to know like how you know which ones to work with. Because when we chatted briefly about this, it sounds like TikTok has a lot more data than you just looking on Instagram and seeing how many likes and comments. You could almost figure out which ones are going to make you money. Is that right? Yeah. So I've always stayed away from the like influencers on Instagram just because 
it's with TikTok, it's so simple because you set a commission, they know, so my creators know they get 10% commission for every item they sell of somebody who clicks on their link. TikTok sort all that out for you. You don't even need to do anything. TikTok pay it for you. Whereas though with actually direct finding influencers, there's so much involved. um, And that's just my personal opinion. I had a whole range of Instagram influencers who posted for me and I think I generated one sale mm. with, with TikTok they've got this whole portal that's based on for their creators as well um, where they go through and they can see what is doing well what's selling well they'll request a sample and that effectively being an influencer is a job and that is okay. their jobs and on the data overview of the affiliate on TikTok it shows you so in that Um, November I had 46 creators post videos of my work and the revenue from them was 24,003 pound which means my personal revenue was only 1,400. That's amazing and to be honest that conversion is like you know that's one of the best examples I've ever heard but presumably then you picked the right ones did you for example it tells you doesn't it like how much commission they've earned with other brands is that right so you can see if yeah. someone's never earned any affiliate income then perhaps they're not brilliant at affiliates is that right yeah so basically on your sample request you'll get the creator name the first thing i do is go straight to their tiktok account and you go through through their profile and you need to see if they're content is going to match with what you want that's the first step we always take that step here we always go through their profile if they're posting a load of videos about makeup my jumper is going to get lost in that yeah so we skip the followers part because following on tiktok doesn't mean anything. anything no um under their username it will usually say if they're a rising star creator rising star creators are people who are generating good revenue at the moment okay then you have a fulfillment percentage and this part's really important as well because if their fulfillment is 65%, chances are they're not going to post a video of your product. That okay. means they've been sent loads of free samples and they've been penalised for not posting about them. So the percentage there is very, very important to look at. Then you have the sales volume. So that's the amount they have generated in the past 30 days, not the amount of income they've made, the amount of products they've sold as a whole. Okay. And then that's the amazing. part is the content number. So, for example, on my portal now, one of them's got content number 38. That's how many products they're promoting in their shop. So if that number is really high, again, your product's going to get lost in their shop. If it's, say, 36, 15, that's, that's a good number because your product's going to be quite high up in their shop. And have you had any sort of negative experiences or would you say, you know, it's been 100% positive working with influencers on TikTok? Oh, no, I wouldn't say it's been 100% positive. I mean, you can go to, say, like, my cancelled and I can tell you there's at least 50 people there that have received samples and not posted videos okay um which is quite annoying but their percentage does get put down for that and sometimes it is just a case of TikTok hasn't picked up the fact they've posted so it's yeah. worth going through their profile just to see or messaging and just reaching out and saying is there any reason you've not posted this product I actually do include a 
slip in my parcels now that says if you don't like the product i understand my product's not for everyone please can you return it to us because obviously this is really cost effective and i do only run a small business and it is just run by me so you you do have to lose out on yeah some money in a sense but that's when you're generating such good money from creators as a whole you can kind of accept that little yeah and that's the same with all pr like you can't guarantee you know like it's worth it for the coverage you get but you can't guarantee that everything that you send is going to get featured um what i'd love to know as well um about so we've talked a lot about the influencer side of thing which is really interesting what about your own content so are you still it sounds like much of your PR strategy is relying on the influencers. Well, not relying, but, you know, the influencers are bringing in a lot of the money. But are you still creating a lot of content on TikTok? And do you have any tips for people with that? Yeah, so obviously a lot of my revenue is generated from influencers. And that was something that last month actually became a little bit of a problem because people were buying the products from other people's baskets that are tagged in their videos but nobody actually knew about me and my brand and I am actually the face of my brand so when you sign up to TikTok you get and in January my manager got upgraded so every so often like if you hit certain targets and things your manager gets upgraded and you get like a more it's hard to explain so at the start I had like a basic manager and now I've got a manager that deals with like creators as a whole and this is from TikTok this is from TikTok yeah yeah Yeah, you get get it completely free as soon as you sign up you will get a TikTok manager okay um and she's really good and she'll put me in touch with like creators that are doing well and things like that and assist me with all that um in regards to like my content I slowed down in November December because I had so much going on. And when you first start TikTok, everybody says, oh, you need to post three to five times. Yeah. You don't. You really don't. Um, it doesn't matter how many times you post. If your video is only going to get 200 views, it's only going to get 200 views. Yeah. Um. So now I do post quite regularly, but it's more like videos of me talking. People want to know stories. And you'd be surprised how many people actually want to sit and watch the fact you've made a mistake. Um, my videos where I'm in there and I'm like, right, I've made a mistake and this is a public service apology and I get so many views on them. Oh. Um, people are nosy and people are interested and there's nothing, you know how easy it is to get hooked on TikTok when you scrolling, yeah. you're scrolling and before you know it, you're on somebody's profile, you're scrolling down every single video they've ever created because you're completely hooked in their stories and what they've got to talk about. And that's kind of what I get from my profile. A lot of people will see a video of me talking, they'll come to my profile and before they know it, they've seen every single video I've ever created because (laughs) they're just hooked on my stories and the things I post about. So how often do you post on TikTok now? Probably like twice a day. Sometimes if I've got a lot of content, I'll post like five times a day. But you don't need to. Um, It all depends where you fit in on the FYP to whether that video is going to get views or not. Yeah. I usually make it my mission. So I get into work at nine. And from nine till half nine, I record a couple of videos. I save them to my drafts. And then I post them throughout the day or on a 
Sunday when I'm off, I'll post one. Um, but even with like views as well, you don't need a mass amount of views to generate revenue. All you need to be doing is hitting your target audience. Mm. I had a video go viral and it had like 70k views on it. I got one sale. Oh, and I sat there and I thought, oh, there's 70,000 people have watched that video. Not one person wants to. But I'd hit the wrong target audience. I'd hit people yeah. who weren't interested. Whereas then I started to reach out to my to my target audience and do things like mental health and things like that. And I could get videos with 3,000 views and I'd get 10 to 20 sales from it or oh. 100 views on my website. And it's all about hitting the target audience rather than chasing viral. People start a TikTok and they get obsessed with viral. I've yeah. Of it, and I've sat there and I've thought, why haven't I gone viral yet? Why, why is TikTok doing this to me? TikTok must just hate my profile, but it doesn't matter. Viral does not matter because you could post three videos. Between them three videos, get a thousand views and get loads of sales from it. And one other question that I wanted to ask was about live. So you know, like if anyone scrolls on TikTok at the moment, there are so many like of these live. Colors. I feel like I've seen the same pair, like co-ord set, twenty times this week of people trying to sell me these sets. So, <laughs> do you actually do lives? I feel like I've not seen your lives, but that doesn't mean you don't do them. Do you do those lives, like guys? Let me try it on, or or no? No, I don't. Yeah. Because <laughs> that for me, it, I'm so confident in real life. Like I could literally go in Tesco and do a whole dance in front of all the public and not be bothered. But you put a live video in front of me and I'm like, no, no way. Because if people aren't interacting in the comments, you are quite literally stood there not knowing what to do. And it's so awkward. Mm. And at the minute, TikTok are really pushing lives out. And yeah, she'll speak to me and she'll be like, you need to be on live, you need to be on live. I'd rather not. I'd really rather not. I just don't like the thought of if I mess up, that that's there forever. Everybody's seen that. If I've got ninety viewers and I fall over and bump my head, <laughs> people have seen that. You can't edit it. You can't backtrack. And they are they are really getting on with it, and they do really want everybody doing the lives. But I know what you mean. It is very repetitive, and I feel yeah. like people get bored and I feel like my kind of lives will get lost in the lives of the boutique girls that are selling all those things um, and it's really hard to get people reeled in on a live I think um, but I'm glad you've said that though because I think a lot of people listening to this would be thinking like oh I, I want to do TikTok shop but I don't want to go live because it just yeah. seems like that is a lot of people's TikTok shop literally that you know their whole strategy is to go live you know every single day and get someone to try on all the clothes and then say like we've only got three left so I think that's really good that you yeah. aren't doing it that way because it might reassure people that you don't have to do it that way I just always find and one thing I have learned in running this business and one thing that's always stuck with me is never pressure people to buy from you okay. if people want to buy they'll buy if they don't they quite simply won't there's no amount of oh, I've only got three left, there's only one size left, that are going to make people want to buy anymore. If they don't want to buy it, they won't buy it. And it's as simple as, and that is what I've learned. And I always find with live videos, that is very much what it's like. You need to buy this now because it we're not going to stock it again for a year. Um, and it's all very much, it's really pushy. And I've yeah. been lives where I've wanted to buy something and I haven't for that reason because I feel like I'm being forced to buy it then. 
or the price is dropping and like that sort of thing. Like, you know, like we dropped it. And it's almost like a bit of QVC, you know, and they're like, the price is dropping, the price yeah. is dropping. It's like social media, <laughs> QVC. So I'd love to finish then just to share, if you could just share a few tips. I forgot to say as well, you are one of the top sellers on TikTok. Is that right? Or your product is one of the... Yeah, so yeah. I came in the second highest category for best growth. That's crazy. And since, I can actually get it up since November. So you have a market analytics portal. I can never say that word right. So <laughs> um, since November, I have been number one. <gasps> this is crazy. Top of the list. So out of like the fashion sellers, um, then this month we we was number one again. Yeah. So we've been number one since November of the best sold product so what could if you could give like two tips or like in one minute or something what tips would you give for someone that's listening to this and being like okay I'm 100% doing it now what tips would you give them before we finish up um don't chase viral yeah go for the affiliates but make sure you choose the right ones yeah don't send out samples to everybody because that's when the, it becomes disheartening when they don't post yeah get people go through the affiliate market and place don't be afraid to message people and ask them if they want to promote your product the worst thing they're going to say is no and if they say yes brilliant and with your videos just be tagging your products speak about other things you don't even need to spoke speak about your product as a direct as long as that product's in that video don't push people to buy from you because it puts people off okay amazing and could you just let everybody know where they could not that you need any more followers but where could people find you if they want to get some inspiration and sort of follow your journey of what you've done so we are on tiktok and instagram as fd store and that is e-f-t-i amazing and what's your website um www.fdstore.co.uk okay listening to pr in your pocket and i really hope this episode was useful if so do come and connect with me online you can jump over to instagram at jennifarmer pr and say hello or you can join my free facebook group get your business in the media with jennifarmer i would love to see you there